Good morning, everybody. Welcome to sunny West London. It's wonderful to greet you from behind this mask. Why am I wearing the mask? I'll tell you in a moment. Just give them a nice word of greeting. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Um, yes, I hope you're well this morning and great you can join us. All right. Now, Amanda did not see me sneak away and put this mask on, and I, I'm doing it before. Oh, I'm, I'm just doing it because I, I'd like I'd like your opinion. First of all, I need your sympathy, because um, uh, every time I put this mask on and I breathe, the, the 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 air goes up behind my lenses, and I I can't see my way forward. So everything's foggy. So I have to adjust it. Now, before you adjust your sets or anything like that, I. I I, I, I tell you, I've got a few other masks as well, which are of, of a different design. And, um, uh, but let me know what your experiences of masks are and also what your opinion is. Because the official thing is we're, we're requested to wear our masks, perhaps if we're in a shop where people are, are also buying. Hello? Yes? Are you still with me online here? Oh, yes. I just touched my earphone, so I thought I may have cut them off. All right. Um, and what I, what I learned, now, don't take this as official because, you know, I'm just discussing it with you. But I learned that actually wearing a mask might help protect others if you may be carrying the virus. Now, I don't think I am, but I don't have any symptoms. I, and, but, but as I say, it's possible to carry the virus without having any symptoms. And anyway, I don't need to put a mask on in front of you because Amanda and I, we took our masks off a long time ago. <laughs> if you get what we mean. Yeah, we are, we have a, we're married and so we don't wear masks. Do we, darling? Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> Not that we're aware of. So, uh, but, so what do you think about that? And um, uh, so what I understand is that we're requested to do that particularly, like if you're on public transport um, or in a shop, inside a shop, or maybe inside an office where you cannot uh, distance yourself as much as you would like to. I mean, like for the point of view of coronavirus, I'm not talking about your preference not to spend time with a particular problem person in the office and you would like to be on another floor or in another office entirely. I'm talking about for the sake of, of coronavirus. But anyway, uh, it's, it's just interesting. And uh, let, let us know what you think. And anybody's got a bit more expert opinion, let us know. But I'm in the media talking about it every day and I still don't quite get it because Everybody seems to say something quite different in different parts of the country, different parts of the world. But the coronavirus is steadying up a little bit. And we understand that from next Monday, uh, people can gather with up to groups of six from different households out in uh, parks or in the open air, or if there's space in their garden with social distancing. And that can be quite significant for us because it means that some of our cell groups now can, can meet physically face-to-face -face in, in an open space and at least have some fellowship together, um, uh, if, if not any uh, contact, physical contact, or, or get, get too close. And I think that could be uh, a change for people who can then develop their cell ministry during lockdown by having occasional physical meetups. Okay, 
All right, well, we do have on the screen for you the WhatsApp number, and Amanda's going to uh, cover that in just a moment. Uh, WhatsApp and texts, and the number is 07570261697, as it is there for you on the screen. And while we are looking at this today, uh, Friday, 29th of May, 1 Samuel 28 is the first Bible reading for today. Ezekiel chapter 7 is the second. Uh, Psalm 45 and 1 Corinthians 9. Uh, 29th of May, 1 Samuel 28, Ezekiel 7, Psalm 45 and 1 Corinthians 9. Those are the uh, um, Bible readings for today. Okay, so would you like to bring some requests that have come for us? Yes, uh, we have a couple of requests for depression, but one of these is for Tedith. Uh, he's suffering from depression. He, ne- he needs badly, he needs prayer badly, yeah. as these days have caught him, caught him badly, difficult to get through. Thank you, please pray for him. And also, that's for depression. And also, um, Evelyn, one of our faithful KT members has sent in a prayer request for Leona. And I, I actually think you may be talking about one of our seniors, I'm not sure, whom we are in constant touch with. Um, she suffer, she's suffering from depression and many, many illnesses. So she's even asking for prayer for Leona. Um, then we have a couple of praise requests. We have, oh, sorry, we have one other prayer request, and that is a prayer request sent in by Deanna for Sandra Barnes, who's well known to us. Sandra asked for prayer for her feet. She's having some difficulty with her feet. She's asking for prayer for forgiveness. Well, that's something that she needs to talk to the Lord about, forgiveness, and uh, prayer for her neighbor. So there's a combination of prayers that Sandra's requesting. And then we have a, a nice... Praise request from, a thank you request from someone in Weymouth in Dorset. Weymouth, we know quite well. And um, she's saying that uh, she's, just be, she's just grateful for the, for the devotions every morning. She says they're a great blessing to her and says that she has visited our church on more than one occasion in past years. So thank you for that. And uh, we're going to pray for these. Yeah, and just to say, you can visit our church any Sunday without leaving Weymouth, all right, uh, by going online. And um, I'm sure there are some services at hours or times of the Sunday where you are not attending your own service. But I'm, sure, I'm probably you do, probably you do, uh, join us on our live stream. So shall we pray? Yes, Father, we just give you praise for this. Uh, devotional time that is that blesses people and we thank you lord that you're able to bless people through the devotions here and we give you thanks for that and we just thank you for the people who let us know that you are a blessing to them and father we just want to bring before you this morning these requests for depression we think of tedith i and we pray father god that you would just intervene in this young person's life or this person's life father we pray that the strength of the Lord would just be his portion, Father God. We pray for this, this psychological or uh, um, depression or whatever type of depression that is that he's suffering from. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just ask that you would draw close to him and just stretch forth your hand of healing to this person in Jesus' name. And likewise, we pray for Leona. And uh, 
we thank you, Lord, for her. And we pray, Lord God, that during this lockdown time, Father God, that perhaps many of the contacts and visits that she would have had are not possible. So, Father, we pray for a, an outpouring of your presence with her in her home or in the room where she is. Father, just meet with her, Lord God, and we pray that your peace and your comfort would be with her as, she pres as you present yourself with her in Jesus' name. And we bring before you Sandra Barnes. And Father, we just pray for Sandra this morning when she's having some difficulty walking with her difficulty with her feet, which prevents her getting around freely. Father, we just pray that whatever this difficulty is, Lord, that she would see an improvement as, you, as she knows the touch of God upon her life. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Um, so I think it, it's important for us to pray this morning for some wider issues. Uh, we're still praying for the nation of Brazil, mm -hmm. the nation of Bolivia, Mexico, Peru, uh, Latin, Ecuador. Ecuador, Latin American nations, where where the coronavirus is now, is now sent, being being centered as a bit of an epicenter, and um, we, we must must remember that many of these countries do not have all the facilities and the infrastructure that has been available to us in Britain and Europe. That's not speaking patronizingly of other nations. Uh, I've been to nearly all of those nations and they're extremely sophisticated and in many ways very developed nations. But um, there are still issues with, with healthcare and with various infrastructures and we need to pray for them. Yes, I was just going to comment and say that some of our staff represent some of those nations and they will have family and friends back in their home nations. So we're particularly praying for those on the staff who are from those nations yeah. and who have family back home. And then also uh, it's important for us to pray for the United States of America. Uh, you will have followed in the news uh, the death of George Floyd um, in police custody with uh, uh, some very, very upsetting footage of uh, his treatment at the hands of police officers. Um, and uh, we understand that police officers concerned have been dismissed or, or whatever, anyway, whether they've been just placed on on probation or, or what have you, I don't know, but I, I heard in the news that they'd been dismissed. Um, and then the, in Minneapolis, there is the looking into this officially to see if there should be some uh, charges brought against uh, any members of the police force. And um, from time to time, the racism that is inherent in different nations manifests in a very visible way um, it, with certain incidences which, which appear to be totally, totally racist. And uh, we, we, we need to pray. need to pray for lots of reasons. Racism is, is completely wrong. I, I think you can trace all racism back to anti-Semitism. Now, that's a long jump in many people's minds. That's a long, long jump. But, the, but racism is something which is against God and his covenant and God's 
uh, dealings with nations and his love for all nations and his fatherhood of all nations. Um, but also uh, it, it, goes, it goes beyond that. It, it is so totally against the gospel of Jesus Christ, which preaches equality, equality of dignity and value and purpose. And when, that, when situations like this, which, which manifest from what appears to be inherent racism, it can, it can then multiply and can lead to you know, a lot of trouble and misery. Um, and and what, we, what we need is, is God's love in that situation where God's love and God's acceptance and uh, for us to uh, love and respect one another, not despite our differences, but because of our differences. It's so wonderful when we have differences. I'm not just talking about race, I'm talking about culture and so many things that we're enriched by when we have other people from who do not represent our particular tiny people group, whatever that is. And in Kensington Temple with 109, whatever it is, 19, I don't know, when we last counted, I think we stretched to 119 different nationalities if we included the Scots and the Welsh, <laughs> which they certainly include themselves, but uh, certainly well over 100. And um, we, we live together, we work together, we witness together, we pray together, we cry together, we celebrate together because we're all one in Christ Jesus. Um, and we recognize that particular cultural groups need, uh, have, have particular needs, and we make sure that every cultural group is, is taken care of with people from there who understand their own culture. And, and people like Amanda and I, I think we're pretty, <laughs> we're pretty culturally broad, um, but there are limitations to, to all of us. Um, but we make sure everybody is taken care of in the church with people who can identify very much with their own situation uh, and their cultural situation. So let's, let's pray for these big nations. So uh, I don't know, would you, would you take the Latin American nations, Amanda, and, and I'll take the United States? Should we you pray? First, yeah. uh, okay. Mm -hmm. Father, we lift up to you the United States of America and we lift up to you the family of George Floyd. And certainly to my mind, Father, and I know I was not there, and I know there are probably other perspectives, but certainly the perspective that I saw uh, and what seems to be coming out as the facts of the case. What we have here is a, not just a tragedy, but we have here a manifestation of something which looks to be very institutional racist, racist. And that's such an ugly thing. And it's so against who you are, who we are in you, so against your message of reconciliation. And we pray, Father, for civil rights workers and re representatives. We pray for those who represent the African-American peoples in the United States of America. We, we ask, Father, that there would be very strong advocacy uh, for and on behalf of injustice uh, in th that situation. We pray, Father, that if this is, as it appears to be, nothing short of racism, racism that, Father, something good may come out of this tragedy in as much as the focus on this would bring, not, as it were, just civil unrest and 
uh, adding hurt upon hurt, but there would be actual, actually some changes, some changes in attitudes, changes in legislation maybe that will, will more uh, protect minority groups. And Father, we're, we're not massive political community workers. We're not heading up some civil rights movement. We're just ordinary believers who love God and who see problems sometimes, hopefully from the perspective of the Holy Spirit. And we pray that you pour out your peace, your reconciliation, your forgiveness, and your transformation on that society and that community. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. Yes, Father, we bring before you the Latin American countries, Father God. We just pray right now, Lord God, that somehow there would be a staying of this virus, Lord God, that they would be able to put in place measures that would just prevent the spread of this virus any further. We pray particularly for those countries uh, where perhaps medical, uh, medical facilities aren't as good as in other countries. Many of them are developing countries. And Father God, we pray that somehow aid would get through to those who are vulnerable. And we pray, Lord God, that those going to those places would be protected those who drop off aid or look after those who are ill, Father, there would be the PPE and the protection that they need to protect themselves also. And Lord, we just remember the people in our own congregation who represents yes. those nations, even on the staff, Lord God. We pray, in, Lord, that you would somehow give them strength, give them comfort, give them open communication with families back home so that they can know firsthand what is happening and be able to pray intelligently into those situations. Father, we just pray for everyone who is represented from those Latin American countries that we rub shoulders with. We pray for your strength and your blessing to yes. be upon them, Lord. And we above all pray, Father God, that somehow this pandemic would come, would come to an end without a total devastation yes. of nations. In yes. Jesus' name. Amen. amen. And amen. As, as I said, I've been to many, many of those countries. And um, from time to time, I've benefited from the first class medical facilities that are available. Um, you know, in fact, sometimes I'm astonished uh, what, what, what are some of the things, you know, where sometimes there's a bit of a tummy upset, a bit of dehydration, um, maybe, I don't know, well, I'm not going to list, I, I don't walk around with a long list of diseases, but there are times when I've been very, very grateful. Yes, I think the, the thing that occurs to me or the thing that I have witnessed or seen in some parts of the world traveling, uh, if you can afford the medical care, it's brilliant. Yes. But many parts, people don't, can't afford that medical care, so they're... Yeah, so that, that, that's, the point, that's the point I was making. Um, it, 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 we're not sitting in judgment on other countries. I don't know, I'm feeling particularly sensitive now about saying things uh, uh, which sound negative of other countries, and, uh, and we certainly don't wish to do that. But is, there is a reality that sometimes out in the more uh, rural areas and also in the communities where uh, they, they can't afford to pay for their own me medical care, they um, in, uh, and, and the government care stri only stretch so, so far. 
but um, and I, I've been absolutely astonished. So, for example, I've had far better treatment. So, so I went in, whatever it was, had a throbbing headache, uh, nausea, uh, felt as a very, very clammy, um, and so, you know, all kinds. And I, I was taken straight to a little clinic, which is around the corner from where we were staying, very small clinic, but top medical help. And I think it only cost £120, which was covered by my travel medical insurance. And I had a drip up straight away. They gave an ECG straight away, did all kinds of tests and said, you'll be all right, go home. <laughs> uh, but by the time I was uh, rehydrated and, and had, had something for, for, for the nausea, right? It was nothing serious, but uh, excellent. But what Amanda says that not everybody, that 120 pounds and some of those villages and areas is way, way beyond any family at that time. So God help us and we need to stand much more and pray much more in the gap for people with uh, disadvantaged situations in different parts of the world. Now, I, I am on record as saying that this Sunday, Pentecost Sunday, I would not turn to Acts chapter 2 and go through it. Uh, as, as it is now, Every time I close my eyes, every time I seek the Lord, all I'm getting is Acts chapter 2. So if I'm still in this mode on Sunday, then you're going to get Acts chapter 2. But I'll keep, pray for me because I, I, I want to get it right. But this is, this is such a prayer line. And I want us to go through it again this morning, uh, running the risk that what we're praying through today might come out in Sunday's sermon, but anyway, it doesn't matter because if it's the Holy Spirit, that's what counts. Now, a prayer line. What exactly is a prayer line? A prayer line is a direction that you follow in prayer. And it's a direction that is set by the Holy Spirit, who is our prayer partner. The Holy Spirit is the intercessor who lives in, in our hearts. And he's in touch with the intercessor who's at the right hand of the Father. And his name is Jesus. And so Jesus is interceding. The Holy Spirit resonates with the intercessions of Jesus. And so when we pray, we line up with the intercession of Jesus that is coming from the throne of God. And when we do that, we are linking with the Holy Spirit, who is the one who inspires us, who instructs us, and who leads us to pray. And the other thing about a prayer line is, usually, it's a scripture. Because the scripture is the breathed out word of God, breathed out by the Holy Spirit. So the Bible is your prayer book. And so what you do is the Holy Spirit will highlight a passage and show you the meaning of that passage and also the application of it and indeed the prophetic application. Uh, I, I'm bit by bit, I am unraveling and unfolding before you some basic but profound teaching on intercession in these mornings. 
because I believe we need to stir up that spirit of intercession again. And so what this is, is a word from the Lord, which is, and as I will show you what, when I'm going through this word, it is relevant to us as we all sense and know, but also the aspects of this which can be applied to us prophetically, which don't refer to us specifically. So for example, Acts chapter 2 verse 1, when the day of Pentecost arrived, that's a historic event that took place that day of Pentecost all those years ago, more than 2,000 years ago. All right, that day of Pentecost has been and gone. But on that day of Pentecost, which was a Jewish feast, which was associated with harvest and many other things, um, the spirit was given and poured out. And so we call that the Pentecostal experience. Okay, And that experience we are in. We are part of this history because the spirit who was poured out 2,000 years ago is still being poured out today. He was not given as a, a kind of uh, finite deposit. Here is the Spirit. He's come. You've got him. No, the Spirit, Holy Spirit is infinite. This is a process that is continuing today. I usually illustrate this. I'm sure you've seen me do it. I won't do it here, although I do have a glass of water, <laughs> but I don't, I don't want to pour it out onto, onto this floor because... I, there may be words following this broadcast, but anyway, imagine it. Well, I'll lift up the glass, but I won't, I won't pour it out. Um, imagine it. Okay. The only way I can pour it out is like this. Mm. And that is welcome. All right. So a glass of water like this. And if I began to pour it out, you would see it fall to the ground. And it is being poured out. But after a little while, it would be empty. And the pouring out would stop. But the Holy Spirit is never emptied. He's infinite. So here's the picture I have in my mind. 2,000 years ago, the Holy Spirit was poured out. And because he is infinite, he is still being poured out. Still being poured out. Today, he's been poured out. Fresh Holy Spirit into our lives. So there is the meaning of this historical, then there's the application of it to our lives, but then there's the prophetic dimension. Now, when we take scriptures and uh, uh, Holy Spirit uses them prophetically, it goes beyond the historical context or even the regular application. It is the Holy Spirit saying, do you see what happened there? I'm going to do something similar for you. In other words, it's not this exactly, but it's something similar. And, and this is what I got when we were doing this on Wednesday evening. It came so strongly to me that God has a day of Pentecost, small d, small p, for us, prophetically indicated here. And uh, the Holy Spirit can speak prophetically through anything he chooses, most of all, of course, his own word. So I'm not saying that that is when Luke wrote this, the day of Pentecost fully come, he thought of, oh, I know, Kensington Temple 2020, uh, you know, this I'm prophesying about you. He, he, he didn't know that. He didn't say that. But the Holy Spirit can 
The Holy Spirit can say that. And I believe that we, there is a Pentecost for us, a new one, a fresh one that is coming. Uh, that's the first prayer line. Where are we for time? We're, we're, we're rapidly, we're rapidly uh, coming to the end. But I hope you find that useful. But let me just highlight the prayer points that we can continue to pray. The, the day of Pentecost, there's a prophetic moment coming for us of fulfillment in which the Spirit will come and do something new and fresh amongst us. Amen. Now, come on. I said, have an amen. Here we go. Amen. amen. They were all together in one place. Unity, uh, together. This is real gathering, gathering of hearts and minds in a place. For them, it was the upper room. For us, it's a, a spiritual place. It's a place in the spirit. It is a place in the Lord. And God is bringing us to that place. If we all stand in that place together, we will experience this outpouring. Then there were uh, sounds uh, coming uh, like a mighty rushing wind, rushing mighty wind, uh, um, a mighty rushing wind. Uh, and um, these were the phenomena or the, the manifestations that accompanied the move of God. And I suggest to you that nearly every move of God has its own characteristic um, manifestations, style, way of working, phenomena. I'm not saying that every move of God must have bizarre supernatural uh, phenomena, but there is usually something that characterizes it. And here this was a sign of, of the Holy Spirit, a holy hurricane coming. And when they heard that, this was God taking up residence in his temple again. This is God's glory returning to his people, returning to his temple. As we read in the book of Ezekiel, how the glory departed and the temple was empty. But now God is filling the temple, but not the temples made with bricks and mortar or stone but the temples of the Holy Spirit are us. And it filled the entire house, the entire house. And here the house, the oikos, is the fellowship, the community, our house. Now, we are not separate and distinct from all of God's people, but we are a community of an expression, a particular expression <clears throat> of the body of Christ, of a Christian community, and we belong and share with all other Christian communities. But there is a sense in which there's in this stream, in this family, in this corner of the vineyard, in this manifestation of the body, there's going to be uh, 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 everybody, everybody who is related to this ministry, everybody who is joined up in this community is going to be blessed, is going to be filled. And it says they were all filled um, uh, 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 with the Holy Spirit. Um, um, as the, as the Holy Spirit gave utterance. And so this is for everybody. We're all going to be, and we're going to be praying for this on Sunday. We're going to finish right now because of, because of the sake of time, but it's all going to be finished. It's all going to be filled. We're all going to be filled. And that's what I'm looking for on Sunday. But then beyond, beyond that, there was the preaching and then the attraction of people to what the Holy Spirit was doing. Uh, and then there were lots of people saved, but not just saved. In Acts chapter 2, verse 42, it says they continued, they devoted themselves to the apostles' doctrine, to the breaking of bread, to fellowship, and to prayers. And, and then those people were consolidated in Jerusalem, and many of them went back to their home countries. And they were then 
uh, the fire of God spread and the gospel spread. All of that is a prophetic pattern and picture for Kensington Temple, London City Church. Amen. Amen. Father, we lift up to you each and every one of these prayer points and we continue to pray th through them one by one. And we pray, Father, that uh, this Sunday and beyond there will be signs uh, of the move of God in which we will all once again participate and there will be great blessing and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed and people shall see it and people shall assemble and people shall gather and they shall be saved and then they shall be sent to bring that message to their home countries, to their families, to their communities, whether it's on the other side of London, the other side of the street or the other side of the world. Grant it, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. amen.